0: Hey, what's going on, man?
1: Not a lot. How are your snowy levels? Here <laughs> it. My levels are fine. It's <laughs> snowy here in uh, in Indianapolis. Yeah, it got snowy
0: here in Chicago, too. It was 50 degrees, like, Sunday. so
1: I can't wait for it to be nice again.
0: Yeah, I'm sitting in the garage, uh, leaning on the wife's Civic. Um and people have been sending me gifts lately, which is cool. Uh,
1: what are you doing recording outside of your studio? I,
0: I'm just like leaning on it, looking at it. I'm just looking at my race car.
1: <laughs> so,
0: um, and there's boxes of Valvoline stuff piled on the back of the uh, Dan the sedan. Um, Patrick from Valvoline sent a care package, so I, he gave me an oil change for the uh, for the RV, which like doesn't it, it doesn't seem significant. Until you realize that that's like twenty four quarts of oil,
2: <laughs>
0: so I appreciate that. Um, and uh, and I just got I got home and uh, there was a box on the uh, there was a box on the porch. Uh, my wife is like, "What'd you buy now?" We've been like trying to not spend money, right? <laughs> And it was uh, it was bourbon from the winning formula guys, <laughs>
1: so, awesome. Yeah, so that's I cool. love bourbon care packages. Uh,
0: yeah, I know it's like Weller's or something. I've never had Weller's, so I'm sure you'll like it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so we're introing a show here, um, and uh, we want to thank uh, Patreon listeners. How do people
1: find our Patreon, uh, Abe? If you Google uh, Patreon and slip angle, you should be able to get it. It does seem um, like the cool.
0: easiest way to find it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're uh super grateful for all the people that have been supporting the show and helping us turn it into like not a money-making venture but at least a thing where we can travel a bit to go do some more shows with some more cool people
0: and and if there's like uh if there's like a few bucks a show coming in it makes abe like continue editing them <laughs>
1: not I that, we're, do not it that anyway, we're even paying you but <laughs> but yeah I'll no, probably I, do it anyway but
0: I, I, I really appreciate the, uh, the the Patreon of subscribers. Uh, it makes the show seem real again. Uh, and I also appreciate you, Abe, because I wouldn't be doing slip angle if you didn't uh, help.
1: <laughs> so. well, my job as producer is to just like tell the talent, in this case, you. To do your damn job and record some shows.
0: Yeah, and then and then you uh, started becoming the talent, which is fun. So no, no, um, that,
1: that that's not a thing.
0: I don't actually know what show you're putting up for tomorrow, but we did a bunch of them down at Circuit of the Americas. Uh, we've posted the two that we um, that we recorded on the way down, the frigid journey. And, yeah, I uh, was
1: I was like feisty by the end of the uh, or by the beginning of the second show. <laughs> you were you were literally cold. <laughs> <laughs> Freezing
0: and trying to move around to warm up, but um, yeah, we should do a recap show of uh, of the rest of the journey because there's more uh, more colossal failure to come. Actually, that we never recorded and talked about. <laughs> Although maybe we did, maybe we talked about it with Adam Nielsen from Ten Tens. So I'm not sure.
1: You know, I, I uh, love the fact that we have a sister show called C Class Citizens, but uh, it seems like all of the hijinks for motorhomes happens on the way to a race or an yeah. event yeah and so like it's hard to separate this stuff because it's so connected
0: we have so much to talk about on the we probably are doing a c-class citizens like once every quarter now <laughs> we have so much
1: to talk about on the next one that we won't even remember what it all is. well <laughs> i i've looked at the analytics for c-class citizens and it's possible that not every slip angle listener listens to uh, C-Class. Yeah. And that means that there are other people that are into motorhomes that might be listening to our show, which I think is awesome. Yeah. it's uh,
0: We might also have like the number one slash only motorhome podcast, I guess. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. From people I, under 40 yeah for well for people at least for people under 40 there's there's probably like a there's probably an octogenarian who's been cruising around in a, like a dynasty monaco or something for the last 40 years that uh has a podcast uh, speak, speaking of not.
1: if you don't follow itasca disaster on instagram you're blowing it
0: oh did you find it <laughs> i did it's so dope <laughs> all one word itasca disaster so uh but yeah we want to want to thank uh patreon subscribers and uh Later on in the show, we will probably assault your eardrums with uh, a couple of quick reads um, for uh, our partners with, uh, our, our, you know, Apex Pro has been helping us out, uh, and also you got a show coming up with Andrew, um, yeah, and uh, it's it's uh, a new and different uh, data and a different interface. So check out Apex Pro ApexTrackCoach.com. com, uh, and this will be the first show that uh, that is sponsored by FCP Euro. Um, so for uh, for those of you who don't know about FCP Euro, uh, I would assume it's FCP Euro.com, and now I can't remember. Do you know, Abe?
1: I believe it's FCP Euro.com. I'm looking. Let me get on the loudest clicky keyboard.
0: Oh, yeah, do it. Just it's the ben- oh, I, Whenever Abe types, so I picture the, the cat gif where the cat is just slamming on the computer. There's a bunch of them. That's, that's exactly what it's that's like. That's the noise he makes. FCP com. I'm looking up here. So, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, really uh, really good uh, good partner for Good Life, And also, if you haven't heard of them, it's, uh, it's very cool. So they've got lifetime warranty on everything they sell. And they're actually pretty reasonably priced, too. So if you have a Euro car, or even if you just want to buy some consumables and stuff from them, uh, check them out, fcp-euro.com. So I guess uh, now we'll throw it into the show with whoever it is.
1: Uh, this one is Scott Giles hey, in don't, the sweet... Suite- we're going to want to put this in front of a couple shows, man.
0: No, actually, we probably shouldn't. This is too much of a. It's a little too individualized, isn't it?
1: <laughs> we'll record another one. Fine. We'll do but, another one. But for, we can use this one. We'll do another one this for one is Tuesday. All right. This one is Scott Giles and uh, Adam and I, kind of, uh, in the suites at Coda. Yeah. Where overlooking the, uh, the front. Suites street. at Coda are. They're pretty sweet, actually.
0: They were. It was. It, 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 It was a giant, giant room that people were like meticulously cleaning. So, uh, yeah, on with the show, I guess. these are real directional. It's ah. like if I'm here, I'm one-tenth the volume as if I'm right here. So. so now that
1: everyone on the show knows about how microphones work, hi, Adam.
0: Hi. What's going on, buddy? Not a lot. Oh, oh you were recording that? Yeah. Levels, Our levels are okay. Levels, levels, levels. Hey, we must be doing a slip, slip angle show because it's a terrible intro. Um, first off, uh, we're at Circuit of the Americas. and Finally,
1: after a really, yeah. really long drive. we, we Yeah.
0: <laughs> We, did, we talked about some of that. We'll talk about more on the way home. Um, even more drama on the way uh, down. Right now, we've got some loud race cars going by us on the front straight. We're in the suites at Coda. Uh, met a few Patreon uh, subscribers today. Want to say thanks to them. So awesome. If you uh, if you search, uh, if you Google search Patreon and Slip Angle, uh, you will find our Patreon. We appreciate any and all support. So, uh, we're here with Scott Giles. Howdy. Scott, what did you give yourself for a title for
2: uh, grid Life? <laughs> I am the... Uh, di- wait, wait a minute. I think eat, that guy, eat that mic, Scott. Eat that mic. I got to think about it for a second. Hey, uh, I, am, I am the uh, Director of Competition Driver Development. For that's, a, life. that's a long title. It sounds really important. It sounds really important. It gets things done. formal title is
1: Husband of Renee. <laughs> that is actually a formal title just like, and
2: also helps get things done. Just, <laughs>
0: just like at most festivals, uh,
2: Abe is Ashley's husband. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not surviving. I'm Ashley free, and yeah. this is not working at all. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. It, she is, she is, she's
0: become very useful uh, when she's at the events. She, the girl just goes straight to work.
2: So. Yeah, I, I don't know who to contact yeah. when something's not the way that yeah. it needs
0: to be. Uh, so we've been wanting to do this show for a little while. Uh, Scott uh, and I talked, but when we started when we started announcing GLTC, we had brainstormed, and you had brainstormed with other people about how to do comp school. Like, what are we going to do for comp school? And I was like, I think we should just offer it at every event, low barrier of entry, make it easy, make it no extra cost. Like, what are we going to do? Um, how did you, you mean make it easy and fun?
2: Yeah, like that's wow, cool. uh,
0: and it's been working. So so far, yeah. I think we have with today, we've put what twenty four.
2: Four 20, people today. I mean, total 28 which gets people? Us to 30.
0: 30 right 30, now. okay.
2: including last year. I couldn't
0: remember if we did 22 or 26 last yeah, it was 26. year. Yes, 26. Uh, so, what's your process when, uh, when you are doing a cap school?
2: Somebody emails you after they register. Right. So, so. you register for a Good Life uh, JLTC event. You have to have and, all the safety gear. And, be ready you, to go. You have to be. Uh, you have to have the car ready, and you, as a person, have to have some sort of driving experience. Yeah, whether like it's time attack or advanced level, advanced yeah. level HPDE, right. Uh, right? Possibly some crap can racing, uh, but we want you to be able to verify that you actually did that, right. And didn't show up for ten events, but never actually get in your crap can because your crap right. can. Cra- crap we don't can. want to teach
0: somebody how to drive, right? So in GLTC, we're,
2: we're not discussing what an apex is and where you need to break or the fast line right. around the track. We're, we're teaching you how to race and uh, make everybody still like you at the end of the day Yeah, after, so, after you're done racing. Somebody,
0: somebody registers. They have all the driver gear. They got the car like they're ready to go racing. Right. Um, Absolutely. They shoot Scott G at grid.life an email. What happens then?
2: Um, I communicate with them via email, and I basically get a driver's resume from them. They tell me what their experience is, uh, how recent that experience is. And then we determine if they need to do a competition evaluation. And the competition evaluation is basically you come and race. Mm-hmm. And I evaluate how you're doing. I, it's mostly one-on-one coaching. More a la carte. It, uh, it is. Or what's,
0: what's the term when you cater to somebody's needs? Is that a la carte? I don't even know. I don't know. You're getting like French and stuff. Yeah. I do know. Yeah. It's like I shouldn't talk.
1: A <laughs> la cardi, a la cardi. I have no clue what uh, any of that means. But you're picking uh, and
0: choosing, and yeah, uh, basically we what they need and working on those. Yeah,
2: things. I talk. I talk to each individual about what what do they need to work on, how what what are they doing well, right. what do they need to improve at. Um, We start off with a broad overview of, you know, this is what a clean pass looks like. This is not what a clean pass looks like sort of stuff. And then as the weekend progresses, we go through each individual and do coaching and and get everybody uh, up to where they need to be based on what their individual needs are.
0: Most of the time, it seems like it's people that have done chump car, lemons, uh, or who have done time attack with us. Yeah, a lot of time attack. We've had some... uh, some time trial guys. Uh, it's been some advanced guys. Some yeah. people who have instructed with us for years. Uh, so it's been kind of anybody it does, and it
2: does tend to be people who know, not even tend. It is people who know how to drive on a racetrack, right. and now they want to race without point buys right. and, and just take green flag. And I, I know many times you have
0: done drills uh, like, can you get out of the car if you're on fire with all your gear on? Yep. You're doing that every time? Or? Yep. Okay. Um, Has anybody failed?
2: No. Well, nobody has failed, but we've had some, okay, we really need to do that again because that didn't didn't go well. Let's practice. Uh, (laughs) Fail is a harsh word. I'm not sure we would define it as a fail. But one of the things that we do is people tend to not think through how difficult it actually is to get out of a car that has crashed into something and the door won't open with a helmet and a Hans device and everything on. And we've we've had some folks that had never actually practiced it or really thought about it. And uh, Miatas, t- Miatas and Camaros are the worst. We don't have any Camaros for us. We have uh, had a Camaro, though. An old one. An old one. It's uh, The newer ones with yeah, the yeah. tiny little tank windows that you actually can't, you can't fit a helmet through the window opening. Really? Oh, yeah. You can't. Especially if you uh, have a seat and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, but Miatas tend to get bigger folks, especially. It's yeah. just a really small window. And if you have like a, a halo seat or something, it's very complicated. And the reason that we do that... Is to get in, ingrained in everybody's mind of if I really, really need to get out of this car, what is this process? And it kind of brings a realization to them, wait, that's not as easy as I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. And then it leads people to actually working on
0: it. I remember uh, I had to do a, a drill at Lemons. Uh, that was the first time I ever, and probably the only time I ever did exit drill. Uh, and I remember, pr- I knew I was going to have to do that. Everybody in the car had to do that. Yep. Uh, I knew I was going to have to do it, so I practiced it a bunch in the driveway, like probably 10, 15 times, and you just got to get that movement down, and the more I probably should practice it more, uh, yeah. the only reason I haven't practiced it a lot in my
2: car is because I know I'll probably taco the door skin. <laughs> but, uh, so we yeah. actually, like one of our, our regular drivers in the right. series uh, with a Miata, discovered through this process that they have to go out face first or they can't get out. If, yeah. they, try, if they try to go out you know, back of the head first, yeah. but they can't get out of the car. So they basically dive out the window. Face it's probably first. something
0: more people should practice. Absolutely. Too.
2: And, yeah. and as part of our program, we, we make you do that to get that in your head. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's not to make you scratch your car, or scuff your helmet up. It's to teach yeah. you, this is an important thing that we're teaching you how to do. Yeah. It, I mean, hopefully it's not important. No, we, but we when we never it is important to do that, but we take the important. worst case scenario, yeah. your car is on fire and this door won't open. Get out. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, Which, what else we do you don't, do? We don't want any, ever, anyone to ever be in that situation, yeah. but yeah. it happens. We are racing cars, you know. Yeah, it's true. So, what else do you do before they go racing? Um, so we, we have a few meetings and we talk about how, how do we do things. What does the start? What are right. start procedures? How, you know things that regular race car drivers know. And we talk about that in our drivers meeting. But we make sure everybody understands stuff like that. Um, we do some whiteboard stuff around you know how when do you have a pass and when do you not have a right. pass? Because again, we're not talking about how to drive a car. Yeah. If if you're if you're racing in GLTC, you need to know that already. Um. And and what situations and in the. The depth of what I try to ingrain in everybody is if, if you're setting up a pass and you're not positive that the person in front of you is going to know you're there and not go for the apex you're about to go for, don't go. Yeah. It's the person that you're overtaking needs to be able to reasonably expect that you're going to be at that point, so they should not go to that right. point. And if you're not sure about that, that's not a pass you want to make because yeah. that wrecks cars. Um what I don't teach is the old, if you have a certain spray painted spot on down the side of somebody's car position, yeah, the imaginary line, you have the corner sort of stuff that, right. no, I won't, I won't, I've never,
0: fix, I've never loved that theory. It, it doesn't really that's work. That's how you drive into each other's doors. That's how you end up crashing
2: yeah. cars. Yeah. If the So that that's practicing what we preach is the person in front of you isn't sure by the time you get to the apex, yeah. so you're going to be there. Don't pass them. Um, I've noticed
0: that uh, I've noticed that some of the culture—that's uh, the, st- the thing that you like to talk about. Um, what do you like about the driver culture that we have been trying to build? And obviously, everybody is—you know—there's there's a lot of personalities involved. But yeah. overall, I feel like we've got a pretty unique uh, driver culture so far in GLTC. Uh, it's I've, different than anything I've ever seen. I'm
2: first, creeping up so. on 25 years of this, and I've never seen a driver culture like what we've yeah. built. It, so is, e- it is. explain what we mean by that. It is um, race everyone around you. It's the old-fashioned golden rule. It's yeah. race everyone around you the way you want people to race you. It is not... Plow through people to get a trophy. Yeah, is that, and and as silly as it sounds to say that we don't accept that mindset, that is a huge mindset in club yeah. racing and professional racing. I think in, in I North think America. a lot of
0: the the thing that I've and I've raced with a bunch of sanctioning bodies. I think the thing the reason I saw that is because you know, you got to volunteer staff at every event. Um, if something happens, they're looking to do. I mean, they're busy. Uh, they're lo- They're not looking to review you know, the door scuff or the tire donut or the crunched quarter panel. Like if you make them review it, they will.
2: Right. You have to file a protest. And they usually make, make it kind out. of a
0: pain to do that. Yeah. Um, but uh, but and, and they don't have the eyes in the sky. They don't have a lot of the, you know, they don't have it. it they're dealing with 19 different, 28 different classes. Uh, right. And they're just trying to
2: run mm-hmm. on schedule. Uh,
0: yep. So it gets tough. We have one class to deal with. So we get,
2: we have one class and we don't have the if you feel like someone wronged you f- fill out a sheet of paper and file it yeah. with somebody approach. And
0: you got to do it within this you time You got to do it within a
2: certain area. period of time and yeah. I I think that actually discourages a lot of people from going through that process. Yeah. And if you discourage that process enough of correcting behavior, the behavior continually gets worse. And and before you know it, it becomes okay to run into people. There's no penalty and there's no retribution for that and that that is the the key to the culture that we're building is first of all respect each other and race everybody the way you want to be raced and nobody wants to be crashed into yeah i've have met a lot of race car drivers in my life and i've never met anybody that enjoys being crashed into bodywork sucks man it nobody likes it there's yeah. nothing about it that's that's positive that anybody yeah. wants to do so that's the first part of it the second part of it is is from a from a leadership cultural standpoint we're building the expectation that it's not okay yeah and and we're backing that up with we mean what we say when we say don't crash into each other Mm -hmm. and fortunately we haven't even really gotten to a point where we've had to penalize we've had one penalty one penalty one penalty how many races did we run last year 28 more than that i don't even know i lost count that's a lot
0: four and five four i don't know what how I don't know. How, I don't how know, many how events hard. did we do last year?
2: A lot.
1: <laughs> we we a lot. ran a
0: lot of races, enough last to be tired, year. and and we
2: we penalized one driver.
0: Um, yeah, and it was and it wasn't out of like anger. It was like, well, we really want you to understand why this happened. We feel like it was both drivers' fault. That driver has to fix his car. You didn't have any damage to, per se. Uh, you get to have a penalty next time you come race. Yeah, because it was like last last race of the weekend or whatever.
2: Yeah, and and the thing about it is we've had one driver penalty because nothing happened that warranted a driver penalty yeah. for an entire race season. I think really,
0: I mean, not to say that other sanctioning bodies like don't care about this. They obviously do. They don't want car to car contact. Yeah, uh, but it, but it's I, I think we do. We do have the advantage of we have one race series. Yeah, we have, and they they operate. Uh, it's it, you know there's not they don't there's not a continual stream of wheel races constantly going, yeah. you know with one race director over everything, uh, and then like each one has a series director or doesn't even a lot of them don't have that you know we we do have that advantage um, so we're kind of
2: maximizing that yeah. Yeah. it would be dumb of us not to maximize that I think advantage. another
1: big benefit. Uh, that we have is we only have one class and that means the closing speeds on cars are fairly close. They're close. Yeah. And and I think that means that there are fewer instances of, of yeah. people jumping up on each other. If
0: a car is within 10% of the prep of GLTC, they can race pretty well together. Yep. So you might have an advantage somewhere versus the other guy has an advantage somewhere else. Uh, but they can generally, you know, you can, ex- you can, you're not dive-bombing, yeah. you know, a 80-horsepower uh, car and your 380-horsepower car. Right. So.
2: But, we, I mean, we do have the flip. Even though it is one class, we do have the flip side of that is we have a lot of cars turning similar lap times in very, very mm-hmm. different ways. We saw some of that today. Uh, we um, saw a lot of that yeah. today. We saw basically the gist of what we created on display today. Yeah. And, uh, and we even saw a street tire car win today. Street tire car won today. Yep. High, high horsepower front-wheel
0: drive. To, he had to manage the heck out of the yep. front tires, he said. If, yep. he had, if he had gone for a qualifying lap, it would not have nope. ended well. That's, so That's from his uh, mouth. Yeah, a
2: lot, so. of, a lot of diversity across yeah. the first four finishing Pretty positions. Pretty happy with that so Pretty far. much exactly what we were looking for. Wait, what for? was we the top the four? It was a,
1: a TSX, which I love. With street tires. And it was an S2000. Yep. And what else?
0: An S2000 yeah. again. Uh-huh. And an NC Miata with a Duratec swap. Nice. 2.5 swap. And, and um, the
1: Duratec might have had a chance at first or second place, but had, had a little... Uh, uh, no,
0: all three P two, three, and four all could have won. Yeah, they all had if an opportunity they were, to win. And if they they just those didn't. three had ran a race, if they had, uh, if they had been smart about it at the beginning and saw okay that that fast straight line street tire car that we can all turn better than, if we work together, we will have him, and then we can play. And they all they all raced each other. And so they were all running slower lap times than they had the potential to, even though those Hoosier tires can run that lap time for 40 minutes. Right. Um, it, yeah, I think uh, we're I think
2: we're gonna see a different result tomorrow because yeah, the, I bet I think, you're gonna see a little more team. I think teamwork the S two thousands especially learned today. Wait a minute, if we work together for three or four laps, we, this. we own this dude at yeah. the end of the race. I, I which hope, it's I hope it's strategery, so. man. That's yeah. part of what racing is. Tomorrow's about. race is gonna be a five minutes shorter though.
0: Yeah, so it should be interesting. What well, the first race, all of them is they're gonna be shorter. Yeah. So today was the longest GLTC race we ever did. Yeah, it was a little bit too long. I got bored in the middle.
2: Yeah, it was, it was too long. <laughs> I, I want to go back to our 12 to 15 yeah, minute thing. I I'm think really that's, into the I bangers. The sweet, I yeah. think that's the sweet spot. Yeah, I'm just, into the bangers. Yeah, just the way the cars are getting hot. Throw a checkered flag.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm I, happy that we have stuck with that. Several people have said, actually probably 25 people have said, why don't you guys do
2: Enduros? I don't want to yeah. do
0: Enduros. Somebody else Enduros. does.
1: Enduros do. are boring. Everybody does Enduros. We do did it. have uh, Jeff Braun on the show who talked to us about uh, a particular format with Enduro that might be fun, though. Yeah. Yeah. Where you start to knock out the lowest cars. Yeah. Um, kind of like a, a, a formula one knockout qualifying, to so make it last 40 You shoot minutes.
2: them with a Nerf gun as they go down <laughs> the first <front laughs> flag, flag, yeah, flag you get hit with a Nerf gun, you're out. I'm, uh, I, I am sort of
0: thinking about, I had a discussion with, uh, with some of the, the, the rules committee this week. Uh, we have four days of on track at Midwest festival. And so Thursday is just going to be practice. So basically we have three race days, uh, that's too many races if we race two or three races a week or a day. So maybe one of the spectator friendly things needs to, tr- maybe I, so I'm, tr- I'm trying to think like, could it be cool to do a knockout qualifier? And, uh, and basically for five laps, we're knocking out three or six cars per lap. The problem comes when you got 50 cars on track is right. how do you communicate to those cars? It's time to go.
2: Maybe we don't so. shut off uh we just let 100 people enter, and we do an A-man, a B-man, a C-man. A a <laughs> just and just then the a, a, GLTC just, yeah, show? Yeah, just whatever. I mean, if we got four days worth I, of racing. There's
0: two spots left right now, I think, in the queue to buy. So it's not totally sold out. but well, it's, it's February. So, yeah, it's basically so,
2: sold out. Yeah, it's sold out. <laughs> it's, it is It is sold out. I'm, I believe Road America and Mid-Ohio will both also sell out. Uh, I, I, that's my prediction. I don't
0: know if Road America will sell out. That's a lot of cars. If we do 25 cars a mile. I think it's going to be a big field. But uh, I don't think there's a hundred... Do we want
2: to start a hundred cars? I do road not want to start hundred. I don't want to start hundred no. cars at road. In I don't want to I mean, grid. a hundred cars. I don't even want to grid right. 50 cars. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Um, We're going to have to start
0: gridding 20 minutes before the race. 20? 30. Yeah, there
2: you go. Now you're getting more in the ballpark. <laughs> We're going
0: to have to have a, uh, a, a like a, a, a water cart and a food cart for all the drivers waiting. On the waiting. Highway out, out front. Yeah, we'll do it on Phoenix Road.
2: But that's a good problem to have. Yeah. Oh, crap. We got more cars than we have grid space. What will we do?
0: Yeah. We'll just have to grin on both sides of the, uh, of the hot pits. So.
1: so I've never seen um, a wheel-to-wheel race at NCM. I'm sure they happen, but I've just... I've no, they haven't. Seen there. Seen they they have actually um, haven't been a lot of them. So but, NASA uh, races there, think,
0: Cham- th- Champ Car races yeah. there.
1: What do you CCA think GLTC is going to look like running there?
0: Um, you've you've been on that track. I've, you've been, been, been on that track. I have not.
1: A decent amount, I've though.
2: never wheel-to-wheel raced on that track. I've been on that track quite a lot. Um, so the configuration that we're running... Uh, strangely, the track across the street from the uh, Corvette manufacturing plant really likes high horsepower and the ability to dig out of corners. Yeah, I wonder why they did that. Uh, I'm, I'm confused by that whole <laughs> maneuver. So th- this is... Is there a, any cars that are good at that? Yeah, th- well, maybe a TSX. <laughs> maybe. Um, um, for, for GLTC, yeah, maybe a TSX. We do have a Corvette in um, GLTC. So, uh, yeah, that car will do well at Hard that boy. track. So, yeah, there's some digs and some long, some long straightaways. There's also some, some high-speed offset right. turn sort of stuff. But the track was really sort of designed to be really good in a Corvette and a whole mm-hmm. lot of fun in a Corvette. But I, it should race well. Yeah. There's several areas. There's several hard breaking into a, a slow corner and then hard accelerate out. Right. Areas that, that lend themselves to good passing opportunities.
0: What's that track like width-wise and runoff-wise across the majority of it? It's good. I know yeah, there's it's, walls. It's in
2: not, a, not as wide as this track, yeah. but I don't think re- anything mm-hmm. really is. There's walls uh, in a lot of spots, yeah, but not are, everywhere. there are some walls to smack, yeah. but it's not so like the whole what is track. It,
1: what is it? Seven? No, no, it's 11 to De- set uh, deception that that uh, you come Click out it. of the dig and then it, there's like this quick there's right like hander a blind
2: right hand turn. And if you get it wrong, you hit a wall.
1: I think you'd get pinched right there yeah. if you're not paying attention. Yeah,
2: You kind of have to yeah. know what to do. There's, there's a wall. I
0: want, I want you dummies to start uh, thinking about how we tell everybody not to crash at NCM because there's so many turns there. I'm worried. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so I was actually uh, instructing in an event there and I had uh, the beginners in the classroom. Yeah. And we were talking, we had a track map up and we were talking about places to be, like what you always do, places that can catch you out and mm-hmm. wreck cars. And I was actually explaining deception to them and the advanced group was out. And we heard a tire squeal and a smack right across from where we were sitting, and it was a car smacking. I was like, okay, look out the window. That's what what we're talking about. Yeah. So... I think it totaled that car too. It was a Mustang. It was pretty ugly. It's a bad day. Um, but yeah, it's not like a. It's not a super dangerous track. But there are places where if you get it wrong, there's an arm coat. <laughs> like a, a typical track like Barber and other places that kind of fold back on itself. Right. And you, you have got to have out. the arm coat to separate one section of track from yeah, the other. Track. You have tire, you really,
0: tire, tire barriers yeah. or arm coats. If both. you
2: really mess it up, you smack it. Right. So, but yeah, it should it should race really well and be a really <laughs> entertaining thing to watch.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I've never been there, but I'm probably going to spend some time there at the Champ Car Race in March and maybe go to the Binge Tokyo event.
2: Are you going to bring but, a race car to that event in April? Uh, yeah, that's
0: I think maybe plan, you should. Baby. I think you should. I've really tried for this. I was so close. It runs now. The race car runs. This
2: is a really, really fun track.
0: I got, uh, got brakes under it now, more brakes than I've ever had. Put some big old honkers on that bad boy. Got pedal feel for the first time.
2: So things actually work. Starting there, so things are actually starting to work.
0: The checklist is uh, getting smaller. <laughs> I did grow the checklist by adding. You'll just. Des- I was gonna say you're
2: just gonna decide to change it when you get close to making it work. All right, if, that's if what a, you do. If the
0: supercharger ends up being a pain in the butt, I swear I'm just gonna put a an NA single cam Accord motor back into this thing like I had in 2009, and just. 165 horsepower, 165 torque, and it costs $8. And uh, I,
2: I call it the Jabay Meredith disease. You and Blake both have this thing where if something's working and looks great. I'll, I'm bored. I'll change it. Well, I would have left my car alone. You can't leave alone. anything alone. You never leave anything alone. I
0: would have left my car alone this, this year if it hadn't exploded.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so That's your story. Why did it explode? Died. Did it explode because you wouldn't leave it alone?
0: No, I bought it with that valve uh, built in. <laughs> it, it actually exploded probably because I over revved the sonata out of it twice.
1: You were misshifting quite a bit at uh, yeah. Blackhawk. And
0: I, I did it twice at Hanami too. I guess I did it four times. So the shift linkage, you know those, the shift linkage on that thing? Yeah. It clamps onto the shifter. Yeah. I had that did, bolt. You, did
2: you have the little fixed thing or you slid uh, the clamp thing? That I had oh, a, that you had the, you're talking about the other was, The bitch pin was tight.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I did it the, the way Lee does it where you slid yeah. it and you clamp it real tight. And I had uh, a no flex U-joint in there. So that part's all good. I got a spherical bearing shifter. So that's all good. It's got a spherical bearing at the bottom of the shifter where the thing forks over it. I didn't have that fork tight. And so the side to side motion right and there and there. was no
2: slop anywhere else. So that's where yep. all the slop, all
0: went. the slop was there in third and fifth of the same yeah. freaking place. It took me two events to figure out that was loose too. Uh, and then no more problems after I tightened that up. So
2: at some yeah. point we will reach a point where Adam brings a race car to every GLTC race and races it at least once. Yeah. So this is my dream. It's the, it's the idea. It's, I, I want this to happen.
0: Uh, Blackhawk so. Farms was that. I, I those
2: okay. was was and wasn't that a yeah. great
1: weekend? It was so it was, good. That went Got my first really, podium. Really, really well. That's Got my great. first podium. I'm so sad that's not on our calendar this year. It's Me too. it's
0: coming back. It just it just just uh, event wise, we have one year at Mid Ohio. Uh, we're probably not going to get this date again at Mid Ohio. Probably be the IndyCar weekend again next year. Uh, but we have this year. And we would have, it would have been the next weekend, mm. um, and then the weekend after that we would have had speed ring, and the weekend after that we would have had
1: uh, four weekends in a row. Yeah, definitely. we Can't learned last
0: year we don't do that anymore. No. We have so. we have a back to back this year, but it's a Friday Saturday at speed ring, and then we're going to Colorado. Speed is a much lower lift event. We're just operating it, um, but uh, yeah, it. Uh, I don't want to do back to backs anymore. Especially you're gonna have a new baby. Yeah, like we got to find a new ape now.
1: Thanks for uh, spilling the beans on the podcast. Yep, I'm having a baby. You announced it on uh,
0: on
2: Facebook. Abe is clearly pregnant. Didn't uh, you announce it on Facebook? We did. Yeah, we so didn't talk about it on the show yet. So. I didn't spill the beans. You spilled the beans. Yeah. Well, we just spilled the beans yeah. on the show. Congratulations, Congratulations Abe. Thanks. Yeah. On how'd you do c- that, Abe?
1: Congrats on the sex. <laughs>
2: <laughs> congrats on having sperm, yeah. Abe. Good job.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you really nailed that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, uh, by 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 the time we get a couple of months down the road, I'm gonna hate you because your wife's not here doing her thing that she yeah. always does to make this. Be I really bet
0: you, I bet you, she's easy. gonna have a six six month old and she'll be at the track. Or I hope eight, so. Probably, it'll be like a nine month old next year.
1: If anybody has uh, yeah. any recommendations on uh, baby's first racetrack earmuffs, mm-hmm. I will take those recommendations because
0: probably.
2: Those are, those recommendations are out there. They yeah.
0: they, they make yeah. these kind that are like electronic too, like above a certain and they like shot for shotguns and stuff mm-hmm. above a certain decibel they kill it, so it's not like a totally like uh, insulating experience. Mm, yeah. uh, we have some of those uh, for Emma, I believe, uh, and uh, she likes them. She uses them like all the time. To do you just stuff. have to
2: convince them that they look really cool on them. Yeah. And then they won't take them off, which yeah. is exactly what you're after.
0: Or he just I, or he just, baby just hides in the RV.
1: Oh, but they I mean the R V is like it's so far away.
2: Yeah. Is this gonna become an R V discussion? Why does everything become an RV discussion? Well, RVs are we're cool. Going, Except for yesterday. RVs R were not were cool not this, this cool. week. Yesterday RVs, RVs weren't, were, weren't cool at all. You know what was cool yesterday? An airplane. That was really cool. Yeah,
0: RVs weren't very fun. I think
2: I think Did I Did I tell you what happened? Yes. I think I left twenty hours later than you and arrived at the same time.
0: Just about. Pretty close. You yeah. got to Austin the same yeah. time.
2: So uh, yeah. yeah. That was thanks, Delta. I'll yeah. take that.
0: So well, my the only reason we f- I drove was I intended to take a to car. The,
2: you brought stuff. You brought stuff. <laughs> no, right we way didn't way. have to yeah. ship
0: a whole pallet of stuff. Yeah, so, we needed. And I could bring an Ave. I could bring a cone. I you know brought a media team that wasn't going to come otherwise. We stopped at Bucky's. We got we went to Bucky's twice. You can't not
2: stop at Bucky's. You'll be stopping at Bucky's more on the way out. Twice. Too. It was so yeah. good. Yeah.
0: What a, what a crazy place. There was a, a thousand people it's, in that gas station.
2: It's a gas station. It's a Walmart gas station. There was a th-
0: literally, legitimately a thousand people inside. Yeah, it's a the
2: super Walmart gas station. It was insane. You can um, autocross in the parking lots of those so things, big. too. They're massive. So, With, Except for the pumps. You don't want to autocross. Slalom no, around pumps. A bad day. not a
0: good idea. Tank slapper right into an E90, so E85 t- uh, pump. Right? I, I want to
2: note that the whole racing thing they were doing went so well. We don't really have anything to talk about. It's just going no. that well. We had uh, we went to a brand new track today. Yeah.
0: And everything went I mean it it's really great. Eighteen uh, eighteen cars is a decent field. Yeah. Uh, for a 1, thousand, fifteen hundred miles away from our core yeah. audience. From our from yeah. our yeah. So.
2: Most of our core audience cars are on jack stands and they have snow in their yard. I right
0: I, I do also have to say thanks to we had some slip angle listeners uh, who are driving in GLTC, uh, and they made the track, and they only know about GLTC because of slip angle, really. And so we made some new friends, which is rad, so. awesome. New friends yeah. are always.
2: I love it. Everybody seems to be having a really good time too. Yeah, which I, is exactly what it's all about.
0: I was in such a bad mood 24 hours ago, and I pulled up, and I'm like, wow, this place, this has got some scale. Like, there's grandeur. Oh, it's f- like freaking total huge. grandeur here. And uh, it's, I mean, it's 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 not our event. Uh, we are just being a part of the event. We've never done that before, really, but I'm really enjoying it. Like totally enjoying it.
1: Uh, by like, our it's standards, like a light it's weekend. yeah. By
2: yeah. our standards, this is super laid back.
0: Yeah, I'm really enjoying
2: like, it. There's one thing that we have to focus on and do it really well, and then there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. It's
1: totally different, but it kind of reminds me of the responsibility we have in the October event yeah. at, at Gingerman, where like all the attitudes are just like cool Yeah, and we just do the things and we hang out. And
2: Hey, this is so cool. Let's do a night race in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> why well, <I> was, not? <laughs> Man, <laughs> you and I <laughs> both had the same
0: thought and afterwards... I still uh, don't know why we did that. We afterwards, we dumb. walk up and we both started talking about our feeling at the beginning of the race where it was like, we just went through a whole season. Now we're going to throw this whole dumb thing away. What are we even doing? Yeah. It <laughs> and was, then they did it.
2: I was, <laughs> so. I was actually standing in the start stand thinking... God, this is the dumbest thing I've so ever seen. We stupid. just went through an entire I, I season of racing. Yeah, yeah. so cool. We went through an entire season of racing and didn't wreck any cars. Now we're just going to wreck them all in one shot because it was pouring down rain and pitch black. It was so dark. And and no one touched. The, the
0: rain, like, crushed the lighting. It killed everything. We
2: yeah. didn't even come out of a tired donut with that. That was great. It was, yeah, it was... Um. And this show is uh,
0: proudly uh, brought to you by—well, maybe proudly. Maybe we're disgracing them. Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, uh, brought to you by FCP Euro, our new friends uh, in Slip Angle Land. But they've been friends with uh, with us at Gridlife Life for a while. I did—I uh, got an awesome ride along in a in uh, with Michael Hertzen in uh, their uh, PWC or TC America uh, TCR car, the Volkswagen Golf. I rode along with him at uh,
1: Midwest Festival, dude. It
0: was so amazing.
1: <laughs> It's so cool. With, is uh, is the video of him sliding through the kink uh, on YouTube? Uh, probably.
0: Uh, yeah, I think he said it. He sent. He texted it to me. I think it was a YouTube video. Um, Literally yeah. the
1: coolest. Yeah. I don't uh, know how you could travel it that America. much farther, yeah. that much faster, and not hit anything.
0: Yeah. No. They, those dudes. Uh, they wheel those cars. They race them uh, in uh, TC America. Is that, a, is that a dog ape? Yeah. Freaking dogs. <laughs> Love the dogs. But. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, FCP Euro, we, uh, we appreciate their support. And if you don't know anything about them, um, if you have a European car uh, and you want to buy things for it to fix it, maintain it, build it up, et cetera, that might be a good place to go. Um, Abe, why would that be a good place to go?
1: They have free shipping on orders over $49, which is awesome compared to your other uh, auto parts online distributors. Um, and, uh, their, their thing that they're really known for is their lifetime replacement guarantees. So they will replace almost anything for almost any reason. If you wear it out, they'll probably take it back. And that includes like stuff that gets messed up on your race car.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, like when Matt DeRuse, uh, someday finishes his car and goes off hard and bends a control arm that he bought from FCP Euro. Uh, well, this is a big someday, but <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Hypoth- w- hypothetically, race damaged parts, all kinds of things, lifetime warranty, right?
1: So. Yep, that's right. Um, Use brake rotors, all, all the things. Yeah, uh, so check them out, fcp-euro.com.
0: Uh, they also have consumables, even if you don't have uh, you know a a, a European car, uh, they sell oil, they sell fluids, they sell all kinds of great stuff, and they they don't just sell them. They 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 race their uh, their European cars. They have a GLTC AER WRL car. Uh, which is wild. It's an old Mercedes, uh, like V six. That's so cool. Um, I'm so excited. And in uh, the TCR cars, obviously, uh, they had a drift demo car uh, at both festivals last year. Um, so yeah, great, uh, great company to work with on the Grid Life side, and we appreciate them uh, hopping on with Slip Angle. So fcpuro.com. This this show is also brought to you by ApexTrackCoach.com dot uh, and Apex Pro. Uh, so if you, uh, if you're looking for a different, a unique and a uh, very accessible and low barrier to entry, uh, data system, um, check them out. Uh, we've been talking about them for several weeks here. You've got a show coming up with Andrew soon.
1: Um, yep. Right. Um, and I, I think I'm really excited to be doing more shows with him, uh, one-on-one. He's got a lot of data knowledge and he's been working on this system for a long time. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of in love with the idea of becoming a, a data expert myself. And uh, I guess one of the perks is having Andrew as a resource, um, you know, for one-on-one coaching to go through data um, as a driver. But uh, maybe, just maybe, I might be the strategy guy for uh, racing during the endurance races coming up in March and being able to look at information like that and and feedback to the drivers, you know, pace that's that's needed to help maybe get some wins. I'd be excited about that.
0: Yeah, it uh, and it's also super accessible data. Like, you don't need to pull out a laptop and plug things in. Uh, you can even just use an iPhone. So um, so big dummies like me who, who, who really, like, if I have to, like, open up a laptop after I get out of a race car in order to, like, do something, it's probably not going to happen because I have to do something else. But I can look at right. a phone. Uh, I can look at an iPad. Um, and I'm planning on it. I, I've got one. Uh, I've got an Apex Pro on my dash. I've used them. I used one before uh, last last year, or the year before, uh, when they first came out. I, I used one in Mike Taylor's uh, EG Civic, I believe. And uh, it uh, it the lights are cool. The lights are cool, and it's very it's it's more intuitive. It's less distracting to me than uh, like a predictive lap time, lap timer, uh, or even yeah. Because you've a had so, lap you've timer. had some but,
1: some bad incidents when you're following predictive, haven't you?
0: Uh, I have had two offs that i can remember and austin uh actually blew a, a nasa national championship by staring at the predictive and then overdriving so um yeah it's just a different uh different in, in to me it's a little bit more intuitive way of uh, of getting some data so check out ApexTrackCoach.com and uh and now we will stop uh berating you with advertisements but we appreciate their support and uh check them out we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't talk about them
1: if they weren't companies that we believed in so and now back to your regularly scheduled programming.
0: So I think that, I mean, the big takeaway is obviously there's some, there's going to be some haters, uh, that say, Oh, they preach when somebody touched somebody there. Well, yeah, but people are going to touch cars it's racing. Yeah. Um, somebody crashed. Well, yeah, car people crash themselves once in a while. It's fine. People yeah. you know, have issues. Um, the, uh, I think the big takeaway is it's
2: just easier to run a wheel to wheel group when you only have one. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it is, but you know I, I, I think I do think it's a, a really big part of it is is starting from the beginning and continually coming back to the culture is it is not okay right to crash into people to get a trophy it's 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 just not I
0: mean, I mean he's here today, but Hayward um, Wagner said to me like Gridlife's like the only group. That has, that's, didn't start with a, like, you know, F you, I'm going to do it my way. Um, and, and, like, it's just a different point of view. It's not like we we left SECA or NASA yeah, we're not and wanted to group. do something we didn't else. We splinter off. We, of we took all the things we liked and we just wanted to do things differently. Uh, but not out of hatred. It's just something different. And so far, so good. So Yeah.
2: People love racing. When you hear people talk about a bad day at the racetrack, what is it right. 100% of the time? What's a bad day at the racetrack, Adam? Better than work. Somebody crashed into me. Still better than work, probably. Yeah. It's, uh, somebody crashed into you yeah. is more work. No. So. My engine
0: blew up, or I got crashed and I have to do body work. Body so. work is the. I mean, I'd
2: rather change an engine every weekend. Then send my car to, the, to paint. So the know. the thing about it is, and, and I think this is an important thing to note, is we're running cars quickly. We're at like a, a World Challenge TCA STL pace mm-hmm. at, at the front. I mean, you've got to run that kind of pace to get at the front of this group and have yeah. a chance to Fast win. cars. Fast so cars, we're not. This fast drivers. so
1: far was we're at... Uh, 229. T- we're at Coda, so 229. 229's not, not slow. slow.
2: No. That's pr- prob- I think that's under the TCA track record. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tom said 31. It's like a 30 to a 30, mid-30, I think, 30 to a 31. So so we're driving cars fast, door-to-door, wheel-to-wheel. And so when you do that, occasionally cars are going to touch each other. It's just a natural progression of driving things at the limit right next to each other. But what we always want that to be is that's how it happened. Two cars went through a corner really fast. One got some slip and touched the other one. And there was a little bit of paint swapped or tire rubbed or maybe somebody even went off. That's okay. We never want to review a situation and have contact from just straight up jackassery, or like you tried yeah. to defy physics and stuff a car in a spot that it wasn't going to fit.
0: It's not okay when
2: you. That's touch, not okay. It, I mean, it's not okay when you guys.
0: Yeah, you know, once in a while the car just slides and you touch. Like it's not okay. I'd rather it didn't happen. Uh, but We're racing cars. You can have a discussion and say, "Well, you know, next time maybe you know." And that's a learning experience too. Yep. Um, even today, we had uh, a track limits violation, um, and it wasn't just an automatic DQ. But I mean, we heard we heard all the sides of the story. We reviewed uh, some aerial footage. We reviewed the live
2: stream footage. It's nice to have uh, footage from every yeah, that's angle.
0: Cool. Here, that's very helpful. Um, Yeah, we we. Uh, we had peer review and made a decision. We didn't take the win away. Uh, we t- we we basically changed how tomorrow looks. Uh, so it's a couple spots back. Uh, we feel like it it wouldn't have uh, it he probably would have had the, the opportunity to do what he did uh, if uh, he had even let the car go back past him. But um, but I think having uh, having more sides of uh, a review on contact, on violations, on things like that. We have that ability because we're not immediately running the spec miatis right. the next right. session, you know. Uh, so I'm, I'm a little thankful for that. We, it, it's actually harder to do time attack with us than it is to do GLTC because, I mean, we're running like five, six sessions of yeah, time attack. Sure. A of time things. attack is much it's more a, difficult. It's a, it's a slog. Like, it's a strain. Yeah. It's much like other groups have with just, you know, 25 classes of wheel to wheel or whatever yeah so um,
2: but in one thing that you touched on I think this is valuable and it works extremely well and Renee gets all the credit for putting this uh, together is the peer review process we're not asking you yeah. if someone touched you if someone touched you in a bad place yeah uh, show me show me, <laughs> show, on me on the, show me on where the, the bad man can... touched you Um we're not making you file paperwork within 30 minutes with the proper steward or we won't address it. We, not to say
0: that that's a terrible way to do it. No, if that's, that that yeah. that's the way that you have to
2: do it, that's the way that you have to do it. But we don't go through that process. Right. We proactively look at what was the situation. Uh, peers are involved. Uh, they look, if they agree, then they agree. Um, and you have two peers that Renee selects ahead of time before the race. If those two people agree, then that's the answer. If those two people disagree, Renee's the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, we're looking at things. You are judged by your your whatever it is that you did uh, is judged by a jury of your peers in real time within mm-hmm. a half hour of the race ending usually. Uh, they get video, whatever they need to get. And they make a a, a decision. It, it's not up to you to go say, "Hey, the bad man touched me." Right. Uh, we decide. Okay, that was not okay, or well, no, that was fine.
0: Or what? And and then we also have the luxury of uh, being able to have our own time frame on how to. Yeah, fix we it. we
2: have we have time. Like so. you said, we're not marching spec miata straight out on track behind yeah. the STL group or whatever the case may be. Yeah, we can look at that while. It's a benefit of our format, but yeah. you know that's also us taking advantage of the way that we do things and getting the most out of it. We wouldn't and it's, be. It does seem to be working really, really well so far. Um, you know, we don't have a person that you've never met before deciding that you just got disqualified in your race and letting letting you know. It's yeah. it's
0: it's a jury of your peers basically. It uh, none of this would happen if you know, if a million people hadn't done this stuff before us. Uh, And I'm sure somebody will come in and probably do super sprints, as good or better, somewhere, someday. Uh, But, like, uh, I I think... Stuff like this is kind of the way a sport evolves, or you know, really, we're trying to show this to a new audience, too. And we're formatting it differently, partially because of that. Like, it gets even 25 minutes. I think today
2: was too long. There's three laps there. I I want to get back to 12 to to 15 minutes. Um, Um,
1: And you talk about presenting this to a new audience. We're on the um, Super Lap Battle USA live feed, and those people are. Uh, expecting to tune in for exclusively time attack. And so we're...
0: And prob- a lot of them probably have not seen club-level racing.
1: And certainly not like this.
0: Yeah. So I wish we had 30 cars for them, but we're so far away.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very far. Dead.
2: Well, but, you know, maybe we invite... No, we don't invite anybody to come share Midwest no, Festival with no us. One There's one. no Midwest Festival There ain't no room left. There's no yeah. slices of that pie remaining.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, pretty good day. And uh, a lot of people have asked us to... Uh, probably half a dozen people have asked me, like, can you do a podcast on like how to do comp school? Uh, yep. And so basically, so uh, the it boils down to you register an event after you're ready, uh, like safety wise, after your car is yeah, prepped.
2: For, step one: yeah. read the rules, and make sure you Obviously. have all the safety stuff on your car. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, then you email me. Uh, Scott G at grid.life mm-hmm. and, uh, let me know what your background is. Let me know what race you entered and I will set up with you where we go from there. Yeah. Uh, the week before the event, after the schedule comes out and everything's more dial- dialed in on how we're going to do things, when we're going to do things, I will send an email out to everybody that says, all right, here's where we're going to be. And here's where we're going to be doing it. Here's when the meetings are, um, here's what the driver's meeting is. Make sure you're in these places at these times, and then uh, after we move out of that, we kind of move more into the one-to-one coaching aspect right. of stuff. Um, I bet you a lot of people don't actually need a lot of work, do they? No, most, most people have not needed a lot of work, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a couple uh, that just kind of got, got a little bit it, – it, it, when you do your first wheel-to-wheel race, even if you have a lot of track experience – the the racecraft aspect of it the chess match that's going on on top of driving fast watching corner workers mm-hmm. paying attention to what your car the feedback your car is giving you it's a lot of inputs coming so into your it's to so into your brain and so that, that tends to be the thing that new wheel-to-wheel racers yeah. struggle with the most. And if is, you want
0: to win, you can't, like, just bail after your fast lap no. either. Right.
2: you got you got to do this yeah. for, for the whole Strategy, time. That's a, the super sprint format is basically you do 12 to 15 minutes of qualifying mm-hmm. laps wheel-to-wheel. Yeah. And the first one that gets the checkered flag wins. And you do it's it with your friend super, right in front of you, behind you, cool. or next to you. So. Yeah, usually right <laughs> well, next to you. So, um,
0: no, I appreciate the uh, the last year of assistance. None of this would, I mean, this none of this driver comp school, I don't think, could have existed without the help of you and anybody that help that's helped you do this. Uh, and I think it's been a big part of this. I mean, it's literally put thirty people into will to will that weren't there yeah uh, that's that's like a whole season of comp school for a lot of regions for other sanctioning bodies you know
2: yeah and that so. that was the goal i mean we wanted to we wanted to slot it in in such a way that and again not disparaging how anybody does things the is real though it there, it is, yeah. but the, you know you have places where just anybody can show up and race. Yeah. You just go to a driver's meeting and show up and race. There are
0: lower barrier of entries than this. Yeah,
2: and, and but you also tend to see some really erratic driver driving behavior in yeah. those environments, and some crashed cars, even like under full course shallow and stuff like that. <laughs> so you know you could you could so there is such a thing as a driver barrier that's too low. Sometimes there needs uh, to be a wall. Yeah, there needs to, to be a little bit higher yourself. driver barrier entry barrier than nothing. Thing. but you know we wanted to get it, it we, we wanted to lower the barrier but still have that coaching available yeah, up the potential to, bar and to, also lower the barrier to, yeah. to get everybody up to speed and make keep it nice and safe um but also not you know you have to do two comp schools and then you have to get this license and that license again if if you're running a race weekend somewhere every weekend in the country and you have 37 classes going on maybe you have to do it that way but we have the benefit of not having to do it that way so we're no. not
0: um the uh i think just building the sport that you and i have loved for years is uh, i feel good that we're doing something so we
2: seem to be doing something right
0: uh it uh we'll just keep doing it
2: yeah i'm so. good um want to keep doing it abe are we good we're gonna keep doing it the uh I wanna, probably keep doing it yeah. i think we, we should, should probably go it. get barbecue yep yeah. let's get um down
0: yeah christmas go to blacks so Let's go before he said the pit safety. Oldest
1: barbecue pit in Texas.
0: This means it's got the super tasty grease. I'm on into it. it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, I want to say thanks to Super Light Battle USA and uh, our, our our friends from there. It's good to see a lot of our drivers who also maybe run we should here. Do a show uh, with JD.
1: Let's see if we can wrangle him up.
0: He looks busy, but yeah, we can try. Mm, um, want to say thanks to them for having us out, and uh, thanks to our drivers and our uh, our specifically with the podcast, our Patreon s- uh, supporters and. Uh, uh, apex pro uh and all kinds of people so
1: i'm chucking apex pro in people's cars uh tomorrow yeah so.
0: you gotta remember uh, don't forget it's in the pick card so i okay, need to put on.
1: it away and uh Did you charge it up yeah charge yeah. it up yesterday
0: apex and uh check them out thanks for uh the support from everybody you can uh, purchase one through the link on tracktune.com so
2: thanks a lot everybody all
0: right, all right. have a good day
2: bye y'all Slip Angle was created by
0: Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pittsburgh of the to say hello.